hello, my name is Sharara Clark. You're listening to a Reno, Nevada local D&D show. We sit around and we play Dungeons and Dragons and we focus on the storytelling and collaborative aspects of it, which involve all sorts of crazy things. You've got monsters and magic and tricks and disguises. Anything could come your way in all honesty. But the magic really is about how it brings people together. It's about what you talk about, what you want to tell your friends the next day, and ultimately the story you're creating. So I encourage you to sit back, relax, and join us at the table. You see that the heart is still beating fast, like a heart attack, and you see that the other people who died, the 700 or so, Mm -hmm. or all the ones you can see in your vicinity, start to raise their hands up, and they start to ricochet back up onto all their two their two feet, mm-hmm. and you see them start shambling and ready to fight again. Oh, that's so weird. Uh... Abaddon thinks that's a blight. <laughs> so you think that's a blight against death, but you're okay with bringing about back Miss Wimple? Because that's a little normal. A little more normal. How is that a little more normal? Because it's not necromancy. the dinosaurs that died raised back up like that. What's wrong with that? Mm -hmm. Yes. Damn it. Yeah, you see the... Yeah, that's a good one. The Stegosaurus. Jasper, (laughs) what do you think about (laughs) Abaddon's hypocrisy? Yeah, me too. (laughs) Jasper doesn't... (laughs) (laughs) We actually actually don't know if that's an agreement or a a dislike of it. (laughs) That is more of an uh, ambivalence. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, you? Good <laughs> amendment. Why are you two of you? Yeah. While you guys are chatting with uh, her, um, again, she just goes out into her monologue. Ubuntu so people, stupid. 2.5 million years ago, uh, first age, I know. Uh, um, heavy ritualized battles. Uh, they actually do a modern variant of rock, paper, scissors to see who wins. Ha! I was right. Um, some of our archaeologists believe that one of them actually did finger guns, but it's kind of hard to verify. End point. No, excuse me. Uh, 17 plus 8. With that final pip, you hear a humming as you guys, well, you write the last thing. She says, looks good. Okay, is everyone in the ship? No. No, who's, who's they're not. The I haven't had a chance to walk back on the ship yet. We still have popcorn to eat. Oh baby, this is okay. Point. Well, Carl's next. So. Um, I'm gonna head back into the ship and look out through the porthole because that's how I like to view the world anyway. Cool. And What's you're going on? on him still, right? What's going on? What's going on? Yeah, it's gonna be. Uh, I don't mind things when you kill him. You get back up and have to kill him again. She tells you we yeah. can't quite port back to the same place because they might still be there. That's fine. if I recall that. I yeah. Think. We were. It looks like we were being attacked. We were, I think. Oh. Uh, over in Abunulin, or wherever the heck. My memories are starting oh, to all yeah, mesh together yeah. as one thing. We... You're good, you're good. Take your time. Yeah. You see, like, if you think they had eyebrows, they'd just be squinting all the time. Yeah. Um, I'll thaumaturgy some googly eyes and a smile. Oh my God. I wish I could see this. Oh, I can see it now. This is funny. <laughs> <laughs> She's great. It's just on the jar. <laughs> <laughs> um, would you mind putting a mustache? Oh, we don't have time. I, I do it anyway. Atlas Ovix. Hemorrhage. We're going there? What? Where are Wait, we going? what was the first thing you said? Atlas Ovix. Oh, uh, no. That is you... not the name. You're fine. <sighs> I thought he just said the name of the... Yeah, I did too. <laughs> oh, yeah, man, yeah. That Welcome back. <laughs> that would have been slick. Don't worry. Even oh, I know that's not the name. Damn. <laughs> yeah, that anyway, um, yeah. 
Um, after Carl's DM one two and then back. Okay, Carl. Yeah, I went back into the ship. You're back looking in the ship. The, looking, watching through the portal because yeah. I think we're about. He ready opens to the go. door. When you open the door, you hear a Kalima. Close the Kalima. Ah, I love <laughs> <you>. <laughs> like, you know what? That's where it's good. It just got silly. Did <laughs> <laughs> they cross a line for you? Just, just no honor anymore. <laughs> anymore? This is like the so first day. So the to stay dead. <laughs> I like that you say that. Yeah, door opens. Loud, loud, loud. Just silly. <laughs> and closed door. <laughs> With a flail. <laughs> oh, dude, you just walked out of the movie. Yeah. Wait, is, <laughs> back, is Backpack back in the ship? Yes. Oh, okay. perfect. Are you back, Are you back in? Yeah, I'll be back. Sweet. Um, call, call if you will allow, okay. just slap it on. Whenever. Sounds good. After some time, you see blue blinking lights. And the blue again starts to wash over the ship. Someone roll me a percentile. Four. A four. You guys proceed to yet another. Like, you guys find yourself, oh, you're back. Enjoy the healing. Thanks. You guys get another bit? Told you. I, I, just wanted, like, see? I told you, Wimple. We went to Celestia. This one's actually... She looks at you and says, That was good. That Feels was good. good. Do you have your body back? Uh, the brain kind of does not, like, floats around a bit. Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, Excuse me, disembodied voice. Can you restore a body to life and stick a brain in it? The landing is clean. Or the... Uh. <laughs> the um, takeoff is clean and the landing is clean. When you guys come through, it is foggy everywhere. You hear the sound of bloop, bloop, bloop. Where are we? It is inky black. You may roll me who's looking through the porthole. Probably all of us at this point. Good. Oh, well, you push As you guys are looking out, you see that this place is dark. Dark. There's no light here. Who has dark vision? Me. Nope. Okay. All three of you see like you're peering through. This is gonna be a wonky drawing, but it looks to be like you guys are in a bunch of like a rock like rocks every like this is the ship and there appears to be just a sort of liquid lapping in the water here so are we under the water or are we on top, top of the water you uh see this lapping water and what appear to be rocky outcroppings every which way and but here's the thing there is what looks to be a promenade that juts like it starts lowest here and gets higher out and it kind of juts into the water does that make sense yeah so low and high, and low and high. Roll me perception. Anyone looking out? It is dark, uh, and you just see. I like, can't. I can't see out the porthole. And you just see a. Anyone with dark vision is just still. Yeah. Twenty. Seventeen. You guys see all around, strewn all over, everywhere. These half cracked constructs, with what look to be. Almost like the shape of so many stepped-on eggs everywhere. Uh, like that sort of quality. How big? They appear to be about two to three feet tall. Oh, wow. Two to three feet tall. And many of them, with anyone with dark vision, you can see that there's smears all over them. Gross. You can't quite make out the color, but they're all smeared. And some of them violently, like scratches everywhere. Like just deep, da jagged 
daggers onto the sides of these things, and it's littering everywhere. Are we in the same spot? Where are we? You guys hear this in your heads as you are getting acclimated. Hmm. It is a rare thing to be surprised, and rare yet to squash an insect twice. We have warm-blooded food for you to enjoy today, Leb Urban. And with that, we will take a break for tonight. Sayla here, reporting to you live from the kitchens in our home base at Rook and Cranny Rock. We're cooking up some juicy stuff here on Reno, Nevada's very own D&D community radio show, KWNKLP 97.7 FM. I'm thinking driftwood smoked salmon with hints of rosemary and a citrus reduction. Okay, sorry. Back to the action with plus 775 to hit. Everyone, good evening. We are excited to be playing again uh, for Rook and Cranny Rock. Our role-playing question for today is this. If you could redo any movie as your character, any movie from the 1970s on, what movie would it be? All right? A little bit of an abstract question. Probably bordering facetious, but let's get to it. Um, Just I, always. <laughs> I never have dice ready. I don't know why. You this all is these a dice thing. right here. I do, but I need a D4. Here. And I don't have Here it. is a D4. Alright, one, two, three, four. One. Rara, please tell us what movie Larry and Locke would redo if they had the chance. Um, this may be more me peeking through than Larian, but definitely Aragon. <laughs> <laughs> What's wrong with that movie? Well, I'm sorry. What is right with that movie? <gasps> what would, what would um, Larian redo? One thing. Well, I think. Well, wait, he had fire powers, right? That villain. Yeah, right. We're talking about the one with Voldemort, right? No, <laughs> that is not the right genre at all. No. Okay. Not the even little Deadpool. Okay. Um. <laughs> I think he had firepower. He had a big old dragon. No, 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 no. The main. I don't know. Just remember. Oh, just imagine it was Star Wars and change it to a fantasy theme, and you got the plot. <laughs> wow. <laughs> <Can> I... <laughs> For Aragon. Yes. Wow. Actually, yeah, you're right. <laughs> Yikes. Um. Well, if I'm remembering right, and he is more fire based, that would be the first thing that have to go. Okay. <laughs> All right. That makes sense. Um, thank you so much, Herrera. Give yourself an inspiration for that. Everyone, yes, there are people playing these characters. They have names, dreams, ambitions. Lyrian Locke is not actually a storm sorceress playing on our table. Oh, don't let that rumor spread. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, theater, theater. It's all theater. Okay, um, give yourself an inspiration, Lyrian Locke. Next up, we have Sayla. So, Sayla, there's two movies that I think she would want to redo for different purposes. The first would be Human Centipede. Sayla! Oh. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Why? Not even Megan. <laughs> Why? Okay, fine. What would, you, what would you redo about Human Centipede? Well, first off, uh, she would change it to the... More effective, fun, and mobile sulky train. Oh no! No, no, where? Let her finish. Oh, where sulkies just bite the tails <laughs> of okay. each other and. <coughs> That's a little better. And swim through 
the ocean. That would be such a cute movie. Yeah. It's just, and it's a movie of friendship. It's a movie of friendship. <laughs> it's not a movie of, you know. Other things. <laughs> Guys, come on. It's, a, it's, a, it's an endearing building woman. No, no, I was a hooding human centipede. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's what we're <laughs> We were in Happy Tail. That sounds like the movie Happy, Happy Tail. Tail. Okay. Oh. Um, and then the other one would be Avatar Last Airbender. <gasps> I was considering that. And just recast everybody. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I can imagine. I can imagine the selfie going, no. Yep. <laughs> Slap yeah, my I'm belly like... once in <laughs> in surety. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. <laughs> Make sure the water bedding isn't as snail pace. Hey. Oh. Oh. I, would, I would not want to offend Carl. Um, Sorry, Carl. <laughs> Excellent answer, Megan. Give yourself an inspiration for that. Next up, we have Abaddon. 20 bucks, I have a feeling. I told you what it was earlier. Is it a anime? I'm joking, I'm joking, I'm joking. <laughs> oh my god. Sorry, what is <laughs> Lyrian gave me the uh, suggestion that Sleepy Hollow. Sleepy Hollow. Mm -hmm. Why? Because of their stigma against doula hands. It wasn't a stigma, it was a celebration. A celebration? Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's why they like desecrated his grave. So, so he haunts the world. Yeah, a celebration. <laughs> All attention is good attention. Mm. The doula hand got a lot of attention. No! That he did. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Really you got a lot of attention. You got a lot of attention. You could say... Leave him alone. Infamous attention. But yeah. <laughs> Leave what him would you rechange about the movie? The stigma. Okay. Make him a good boy. Make it about how awesome he is. Wow. No tension. Like, no. Uh-uh. Get rid of that. <laughs> <laughs> it's the tension and everything is still there. He's just misunderstood. There it is. Okay, that works. <laughs> he never actually hurts anybody. Yeah. He's like trying to protect them from something they can't see or something. Uh, oh, yeah. The whole town is actually suffering from their heads just falling off randomly at different points. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's trying, trying to stop, to stop them, their heads from falling off, but when he gets to it, they fall off and then people think it's his fault. That's right! Because he's walking up with the scythe as yeah. soon as it lops off. Yep. <laughs> really, he was trying to help the head stay on. Yes! Well done! <laughs> Team effort! Team effort! Give yourself an inspiration for that, my good dude. And last but not least, we have Carl Bunkle. Oh. Only thing I would think is maybe a bug's life. and It's just not much in the... The actual movie itself, but like maybe at the end of the credits, like a couple snails coming up and arriving. Do we miss it? We're ready. <laughs> oh, that's really cute. <laughs> I like that. I like that. Um, what would you? So that's the part you would change? Yeah, just just an extra addition to it. <laughs> like a good thirty extra minutes. Yeah. To the movie. <laughs> an extra. Give yourself an inspiration for that, Carl. Soon. Uh, our good friend Backpack is not here right now, uh, but they are with us in spirit. Having said that. Please uh, give yourself an inspiration for that, Carl, before I forget. But yeah, everyone, let's get started. Let's do a recap of our last adventure. Um, just for one more time for our listener and for Megan, who was here with us. You are level 11. You've had some serious adventuring, serious escapades between level 4 and now. Right. And you were tasked to be on the inaugural voyage of the Farfeet Fair Folding Combine. It is a construct created by Sarah Wimple, courtesy of the Doinza. Mm. 
and it was a pretty interesting contraption. Think of a very steampunky, wild, wild west feel to it. Also, think of Atlantis. Atlantis, all sorts of gizmos, warring gibberjerwits all around, and the sound of a steady pumping of Arcanel and Raphagolium too, which we will explain in a bit. But right, let's do a recap. We'll start the opposite direction this time. Carl Bunkel, what do you remember? Well, we're getting ready for the ceremony. There was an attack going on. Um, Sarah, her head got hit, and so she wasn't able to complete the directions. Right. So we were able to piece together what they should have been and put it about the right height for the uh, navigator who's in the uh, the cloud stuff. Right. Hold on to that thought, Doc. Thank you so much. You are on point. Yes, you all met someone named Sarah Wimple. At least the party did. Oh Sarah my Wimple. Oh, God. She's adorable. Is a gnome. And she is was adorable. And is an engineer for the Doinza. Um, this concoction, the fair folding combine, was actually a joint effort on her ingenuity and all of you helping in some capacity. Uh, it is a machine that is trying to explore the possibility of mass at will on demand transportation or teleportation. Yeah, transportation. A donkey could do that. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. The donkey is investing heavy monies into teleportation. Mm. Okay? And the machine they that you saw earlier. me about my conch. <laughs> yeah, yeah that's funny like you keep talking about the conch but like you know, yeah. yeah sure i'm like guys I'm like, oh my conch and they're like no <laughs> that's good the uh, second thing is doc you mentioned the people at the party the yeah. the, the inaugural the, party correct yes. yes there were three individuals of interest we'll just do two for now because i can't find the third one one of them is this individual who was standing in there uh, very, again, a very sort of hard, rigid look about them. A Knight Templar for a mask. Uh, the helmet is the mask, and they have a very, for lack of a better word, fascist bearing about them. All right, Sharp, rigid lines. All reds, black, silvers. They look pretty cool. The other thing is uh, this individual was in the party, too. And uh, it was pretty fun, too mention that um this is <laughs> everyone you would know this individual they knew them as well this is as lingus oh god uh, the dad of dilicious <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah don't they remind you of a certain father and son that's legit exactly yeah. what i was gonna say <laughs> especially from a particular musical variation uh-huh yep yep to describe it yes uh what as lingus is swarthy handsome if you were to put them on a Likert scale of 1 to 10, they would be a 15. <laughs> um, they are what you call a right uh, swipe on the right. Uh-huh. Uh, they Do they are... work for the ministry? <laughs> yeah. Okay. yeah. Okay. They're in a way. No, they don't. What do they do? Another story for another time. Don't let me forget about that. Um, they are what you call attractive. Okay. All right. The other what thing is, is yes, right. those were the individuals of the party. There was another individual as well who <laughs> looked like they didn't quite belong there. They had bearskin fur on them, and they looked a little uncomfortable standing and sitting there too. Okay. Right, Doc. Do you have anything else? To add? Yeah. So then we um then the navigator was in the um oh navigator right yeah, show the navigator yeah right it's just a small sorry Doc to interrupt the. Contract. <laughs> He's so like, right, I'm done here. You've asked me three times. <laughs> Just try to do what you asked. The fair folding combine. 
You're listening to Plus 775 to hit on KWNK LP 97.7 FM Reno. A, a Reno D&D radio show. Join, uh, join us as we explore complex emotions, resolve actions, and move the plot on a sequence towards narrative coherency. <laughs> has two parts to it the machine one part is the lounging area for all folks to kind of sit and chill enjoy enjoy snacks drink open drink bar an ice cream machine was established as well (laughs) yes soft serve yes oh yeah on the other side is a big old aquarium a tank filled with this orange cloudy fluid and it has an embryonic fluid sort of quality about it the inside the tank is this creature it looks to be, like I said, Pac-Man stretched Whoa. to all, like to take Pac-Man's mouth and stretch it sideways. And they appear to have a pink fleshy sort of mudfish quality about them and small beady blue brilliant eyes that blink in the cloud of orange stardust. Okay. They have webbed forearms that have atrophied entirely and the way they move about in the tank, you can never quite see the back. It is always just the front. They look like a whale, their baleen having been stretched to the limits. Mm. Okay. And occasionally as they are moving around, you can see puffs of orange cloud just just going through their gills. You would have known this. They know this. This is a navigator, a fair folding navigator. They are creatures that have been submerged in a tank and the tank is filled with something called raphagolium, a potent drug that expands their consciousness where they can see every plane, every existence, every universe all at once. It's a mind bending trip, but what it does is it causes a sort of transformation. You start out a little bit humanoid and you start to turn into this semi amphibian creature before just becoming this half whale, half uh, frog thing. I believe Lyrian was offered that last session to try it out. Well, let's yeah, crazy backpack. The reason why, <laughs> yeah, the reason why the ship works is because of this dude. Wow. That's the theory. That's the that's the hypothesis. At least they focus all their energies on casting a mass teleportation. Wow. Okay. Does it have a personality? Um. Right. Like, can I go chat with it? Like... When you did, when you were in the laboratory, mm-hmm. the creature would mimic your every move, but Sarah Wimple would walk up and say, it understands It understands everything you're saying. It just can't communicate back with you. It's far too advanced anymore to wow. get back on our level. Oh, cool. It understands everything that you said, have said, and will said. Mm-hmm. Will said. <laughs> will say. Yeah. I'm surprised it likes to hang out with us. <laughs> Aww. I want to nickname him Navi. You can nickname him Navi. Their formal name, their name that they once had when they would write letters to their kids when they could, wow. was Alexei Sergamov. They're oh. a Tenebreski immigrant. Hey. Yeah. Okay. Okay. They came, um, they actually signed up for this experiment with the hope of a better life for their family. Aww. Experimental navigators get... Uh, a stipend for the rest of their lives for their family and themselves. Hmm. Is their family still alive? Family is still alive and they live in a port town called Elapenham. Hmm. Are they doing well? Very well, but he... Before the writing got difficult, the letters stopped coming in for Alexei. 
Mm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Doc, <laughs> So, um, after Sarah got kind of knocked out from, like, the explosion stuff that happened, uh, we took her notes, kind of extrapolated what they should have been, and put it up where the navigator to read. It folded space, teleported us into, like, a magma area where ah! there was some magma sheep, which tasted delicious, and a magma dinosaur thingy. Did you eat the dinosaur? Um, no, but the sheep were good. Okay. We scared the other one off. <laughs> um, there was, and then to get back, we figured, well, if we took the equation one way to go, we flipped it around to go somewhere back. To it was back, to right, this, Megan? To this back in time. It's <laughs> <laughs> in the middle of a battle. Oh, right, right. Between uh, two giant, um, two big, na- like, angry native tribes, and they were people riding dinosaurs. And me and one of them, uh, one of the leader dudes, talked for a little bit. And we just, uh, me and Backpack ate uh, popcorn while watching the battle. <laughs> right. There was a, they teleported into what appeared to be a massive battle of a thousand troops on one side and the other side. And the ship, the um, Fair Folding Combine, was right in the middle of it. And do you remember what those leaders were engaged in? <laughs> you mean how they fought? Yes. <laughs> Rock, paper, scissors! Dude, um, spectral energies like launching stuff throughout each other in the form of basically rock, paper, and scissors. But wasn't it? It was like Bigby's hand, right? It was, it was like Bigby's hand. Big, it was like Bigby's hand, Bigby's crunching fist, Bigby's like, oh, paper no. folding thingy. I don't know. And you also saw Bigby's finger guns. <laughs> yeah. Which shot a green flaming skull at each other. Oh, jeez. Yeah. And that's when he decided to leave. <laughs> oh, wait. Um, so during this time, uh, back at the dino, the magma area, um, Abaddon's got his head, but still not quite thinking properly, and decided to strap Sarah to him, and then went outside and fought the thing that basically roasted all of them alive. Uh so oh, since yes. she was unconscious, she, uh, <clears throat> yeah, wasn't the best. <laughs> oh, so we no. brought her back. We were yeah, able to use some of the, um, yeah. we were able to use some of the gas things, and we turned her to expand her consciousness. And now her brain is in a jar of her choosing. That may or may not have held the marmalade for the marmalade ice cream. <laughs> oh yes. my god! Do not let backpack eat the marmalade. Sarah Wimple is now a brain in a jar. They applied some of that rapagolium in that big old aquarium and placed it, dunked her in it, uh-huh. and put her in a jar. And because of some pretty compelling role playing and the Hell fact yeah. that, yeah, and a lot of lucky rolls, um, we have you have in your company a sentient brain. Oh wow! I carry her with me, but she does, yeah. Yes, um, and she can see everything, right? Occasionally, seems to have a bit of. Uh, Bouts of prognition. Or prog- ah. What is it? Prog- Prognizance? Prognostication. Prognostication. It sounds like a nose thing. Yeah. Marine biology. Marine <laughs> biology. She can tell the future sometimes. Sometimes. <laughs> Very randomly. That's cool. Yes. She's uh, like Sybil. Kind of. Ish. But then a jar. But just a brain. <laughs> <laughs> Cheers, Doc. Uh, anything else you'd like to add? And then we left and... I believe we arrived in a mossy area or a damp area. Very damp and has that same quality of rook and cranny rock almost with the cool, wet mm-hmm. rock yep. surface. And that's where I think we left off. And mist flowing. Okay, excellent. Next up, Abaddon, what do you recall? And that was a very exhaustive recap. Thank you. Yeah, like bird. He basically got all of it except for the part of where we landed. And except for the times when he was interrupted. 
I'm on the I'm on dark side. No, you should, you should. The, this is the fire salamander that. Oh, yeah. Whoa. Yes. Cool. Um, that was, I banished. That you banished, which was really cool, and I hope we Whoa. talk more about that because that was really cool. <laughs> that is All right, cool. Avenal, cool. Oh, and I'll get the Vim Bakken. What? The Mad oh. Rams. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> There's a whole lot of that, man. Um, Carl got all of it basically, other than where we landed, which is a like a cave sort of system, really dark, full of water, and we landed in the middle of it, and it's just all dark. And a voice was calling out to us. I forget what he was saying. He's like something about I am you. You never cease to surprise me. Right. Something like that. It was something like that. It was certainly not to the effect of, oh, hi. Yeah. Uh, Thank God. <laughs> um, no, it was something specifically. Like uh, certain linguses. The last thing you heard, <laughs> the last thing you heard before we started our adventure was this. Hmm, it is a rare thing to be surprised and rare yet to squash an insect twice. We have food, warm-blooded food for you to enjoy, Lebunthan. That's the last thing you heard. Great. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> That's everything I remember. Excellent. Megan, you were off on a mission. Uh-huh. A secret, super secret, double deluxe mission. A super secret seal mission. Seal mission. Yay. You a were going seal mission. You were going to seal. <laughs> At level, 11, <laughs> level 11 on the recommendation of one of the admirals said, Hey, we have a seal. We have a navy. <laughs> Let's have a uh, someone elbowed him. Navy, Navy seal. <laughs> That'll be me. And we got a silky. Hey. <laughs> so you are actually the pilot program for the Navy SEALs. <laughs> 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 the pilot program <laughs> for the Salt Marsh. This is Abaddon, and you are listening to Plus Seven Seven Five to Hit, a Dungeons and Dragons podcast. Come experience our adventures regularly on 97.7 FM KWNK LP Reno. See you when the dice fly. I'm so for it. <sighs> what was your mission? You were going up to the frozen tundras of the white onion domes of Tenebresque. It is a land that is blanketed by white snow, perpetual blizzard. The only thing that people see in the blizzard are these outlines of these, so think of those Russian Muscovy domes. Mm -hmm. That's the only clear thing that you can see in this land. What kind of mission were you doing? Um, I was testing the water quality. <laughs> That's code for she can't tell us or she'd have to kill us. That's fair. I feel embarrassed for even asking you that right now because I don't want to die. <laughs> the adventure would end. Understandable. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Brilliant. You're on a secret mission up to Tenebresky Waters. Cool. Okay. Uh, Rara, what do you recall? Uh, um, well, just like what Ray said, uh, Carl pretty much got it all. Um... <coughs> Oh, uh, there was something that I can't remember. Take your time. Oh, um, <laughs> conjuring my water elemental in the middle of a volcano. Right. <laughs> which actually what? went really well. You remember the water <laughs> that bowl? Hard. Yeah. Yeah. The Genasi, uh, 
Where you could summon the Genasi, the water? No, well, I'm a, oh, a Genasi, so it's just like oh, a straight-up um, water elemental. That's right. Yeah. Yes, I do remember. Um, yeah, that's super cool. Yeah. yeah. Use that, banish the lizard thing, and... I don't want to sell it. You summoned it in this place. <laughs> they were teetering yeah. on the edge of a magma chamber. Hey, it worked, okay. <laughs> and what did you have to do with the water elemental? You mean like maintain control? Oh, yes. Or? Oh, yeah. Yes, that's what exactly what I mean. Literally summoned it to the worst possible place. I. Yeah. Oh yeah, I had to RP. It was nuts. The DC was an eighteen. Wow. For the for keep letting. Yes. Blah, 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 for convincing it to stay. Yes, and you got a uh, listening back. How to did it. you convince it to stay? I think I told it um, that because pretty much that we were surrounded by our nemesis that we needed to like prove how powerful we were. Right. Something like that. Yes. That's cool. And, yeah. the, and I just remember not being able to think of anything cool for the banishment thing. And so it just turned out being like, all right, enough, like go to your room kind of a thing. Uh, <laughs> and the banishment worked. Yeah. And then I had to yogi in the time traveling thing Meditating and concentrate uh, for a minute while they were going, Hey, do you want drugs? <laughs> <laughs> To have just a drop of the orange cloud oh. stuff so I could maintain concentration forever, basically. And I'm all, yeah, but he literally just said that it doesn't matter how much you take, there's still the possibility that you're going to be addicted to it and turn into that thing. Oh, yes. yeah, you don't. Forget no. your relationships, forget She's to take care of far yourself. Far too vain. That kind of thing. Is she? Yeah. <laughs> Really? Anything else to add? No. Unlock? All right. Oh yeah. I re- this was the thing I was forgetting. What sorry. No, no sorry. Um, oh God, I don't think I got a good enough note down because yeah, I didn't. Their name is Mooncavort. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, it was with Sarah once she was just a brain. She said, mm. "Yeah, she brought up my past, right?" Oh, come on. Yes. Okay. Did she? I don't know. I can give you that much. Sure. Because I, I always... What do get... you recall? Oh, God. This is why I always try to take notes. Because it was so cool the way you worded it. Um, God. I don't... I don't remember. I don't remember if she said it was, like, untimely or if she just brought up being burnt. I can't... I can't remember. Right. I can clarify that for you. Thank you. Um, while they were... Ch- no, sorry at all. Um, while you were in the middle of her telling you that the, you were surrounded... The entire folding combine was surrounded. Um, she just broke into this sort of soliloquy. Yeah. And talking about the circumstances of your, I believe, the abduction of your mother. If I recall. Oh, yeah. That's cool. And sad for you. You saw a third party. <laughs> she started talking a third party person. Um, third person. <laughs> hands in the night. Something like that. That's right. Hands in the night. A scuffle. Light swinging. Like a lamp swinging. Mm. And the wind blowing. Then she just broke back into something to that effect. <sighs> I'll have to go back and listen. Okay. All right. How's there? Uh, shall we get started? Heck yeah. <laughs> Cheers, my dudes. You find yourself in a dank, humid, wet, 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 wet grotto. Moist. It reminds you <laughs> It reminds you It reminds you of 
Rook and Cranny Rock from way back when. It is cramped, it is, um, you hear the sound of water dripping onto more water, and a shallow sort of pools just punctuate this black, steely, gray rock formations before you. It looks a little bit like this as you guys pop up, okay? Just that sort of quality. Um, the, your construct has landed here in this particular area. We'll just draw like that. And on, excuse me, and excuse me. No, uh, if you guys are looking through here, um, it looks like the formation has a sort of semicircle croissant quality where the rock goes from lower to higher at the edges, right? Like mm. a half crescent moon quality. This is all- Crescent Island. Crescent yes. Island. You were looking around, um, we'll introduce you in a bit, Selah. Um, maybe. The, uh, <laughs> it starts out here from, it goes low here, if that makes sense. And it starts to go up all Lion King Pride Rock style mm -hmm. near the edges, okay? Um, the, it's a, the ship's over here. You see some stalagmites here, stalagmite formation shooting up towards the chamber ceiling of this area. And what look to be pools of water that just kind of reflect. It's a very thin, thin sheet of water. And you guys hear the sound of lapping water nearby as well. Sela. Mm -hmm. You are on a secret mission. <laughs> you pop up <laughs> from one of the eddies you've been exploring on that quote-unquote secret mission. Uh -huh. And as you come through, you see that there is a whole bunch of mist just covering the entire area before you. <laughs> you expected this. You've been exploring this particular island for some time. <laughs> but as you pop up, you see a peculiar construct you're right here. Well, let's get a mini for you. Let's see here. Let's represent. Oh, I forgot. How could I, was I forget? Say. You pop up <laughs> from one of the underwater cave chambers. Uh-huh. Just doing that thing a little bit. Looking around. And in the fog, you see a massive construct that looks to be a sort of <clears throat> sphere that is just uh, kind of awkwardly positioned where the back it looks like a fish lobster thing going on. Mm -hmm. And it looks like its claw has been stuck into, wedged into a rock. You also see that, you also hear in the mist, a sound emanating from it. Mm. Okay. Mm -hmm. um, the color of this thing, even from the, even with the mist covering it, looks to be of a brass copper quality. And it has a sort of hum to it with that periodically blasts blue as you're looking at it. Mm. Weird. Yes, weird. Everyone else, you guys look to be. Um, who's looking through the porthole? Oh, you are looking sure. through, and it appears to just be pure mist here. Okay. And with your perceptions from last session, you can also hear the sound of. Oh, that don't sound good. What do you guys do, Sarah Wimple? What is that? <laughs> um, calculations. Oh, done. Oh, beat myself doing it. <laughs> no, no, don't mind me. I just did math twice. Smartest calculator in the world. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Fastest calculator. Context clues tells me our pipe for the Arcanel is leaking. Ah, oh. how can we fix it? Um, step outside and you might have to weld it. Oh, right. Mm, you told me that we were in a chamber. 
Yes. Magma? Yeah. Oh, we've moved uh, to another location. Right. Well, it might mean that it is either loose or it needs to be rewelded. Sounds good. Um, I will just take off my head and do it. Oh, also wear a coat. I think we're underwater. This has been Reno's own plus 775 to hit, and you're listening to our Dungeons & Dragons adventures on KWNKLP 97.7 FM in northern Nevada's biggest little city, Reno. Every time this happens, the burning just keeps coming. Yes. Okay, I'm going to take off my head, put it in my bag, and I'm going to place her on my neck. <laughs> <laughs> Never going to get used to that. You, what, one more time? You are taking the brain mm-hmm. and putting it on your neck. Neck in the jar, with the the jar uh, with the, with the jar on. You have my a head. I take off my head. Right. And I put my head in my bag, and I put her on my neck. You are doing that. Sounds good to me. <laughs> <laughs> I tie her in place so I can go outside. Sounds good. As you're stepping outside, you hear and the door latch opens with the very convenient OSHA regulated steps. There are regular steps plus a little ramp that leads down to the ground. You can hear this as they are stepping out as well. And it is covered in mist here, all right? Oh. Entirely covered in mist. A little bit not to scale, but as you step out, you're looking around, just white cloud. I don't know how many times I can say mist. I'll say it one more time. More mist. Nice, more. thank you. I'm the a- mist actually rolls <laughs> into the construct. Oh. I'm a dummy, and I realize that I need to dummy. see. That's negative self-talk. <laughs> I'm real. I'm real right now. Okay. I don't. Thank you. Okay. I I didn't put my head in my bag. I'll keep it on my other my hand in my hand so I can see <laughs> when I go to repair. Sounds good. You're stepping up. Mm-hmm. You um you may roll me perception save. Um, perception is gonna be uh twenty. With a 20 sailor, as you're kind of just chilling there, again, um, it's one of those underwater cave tubes. You're kind of bobbing. Um, Underneath you is just a mighty current. Mm. You've been very careful as you've been traversing the islands to make sure that you catch your bearings whenever you go through the tube. Because a sudden pull, a sudden, what do you call it, a sudden uh, suck, for lack of a better word, can drag you into a tube Mm. and make you go on this wild sort of labyrinthine labyrinthine path through so many caves that you could just get lost forever. Mm. Mm-hmm. Um, but as you're bobbing in, you see what appears to be a humanoid creature, a silhouette off in the fog, and a bobbing blue, like, can thing. On <laughs> <laughs> so, Don't forget the head in the hand. <laughs> so I haven't seen him with his head, right? Um, actually, at this point in time, yes, you are comfortable with the idea. Like, you know what they look like now. They've, between level four and eleven, he got his head back. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. I didn't know if that was. That. And he is as attractive as it, it would be. <laughs> I'm not gonna say it. I was gonna say. I'm not gonna say it. Okay. I don't wanna say no, what. Nothing. Huh? <laughs> what? Uh... <laughs> you want me to say it? Yes. They're as attractive as an anime character would be. Ah! Yes. <laughs> uh, we sprung for a sound budget. <laughs> He's a Shoto uh, hero type. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. What is it? Uh, or Shoto. Shonen Jump. Yeah, Shonen Jump. Shonen Jump. <laughs> um, My God. Okay, but I do see slash hear this figure. Yes. Ahoy! No you hear the familiar sound of a compatriot from way, way back when. 
Huh? <laughs> Sega! <laughs> Abaddon! Hey, where are you? <laughs> um, behind some mist, where are you? <laughs> I'm sure you see me! <laughs> I don't see you! Oh, I'm, just... like, waving my hand around to me. Wait, 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 wait. 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 Are you a seal right now? Yeah. <laughs> That makes it even better. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm just swimming. Yeah. Uh, Come over here. I think we might need your help. Okay. I'm going to swim over to them. Sounds good. Oh. Um, let me describe what's it What's going again. on with the... <laughs> that's you... head. The jar thing that's going on. <laughs> this is um a new thing. But first, hug me. Aww. Or, oh, oh, wait a second. Well, be lay on the hug here. Ixnay on the hug. It's already here. happening. We're oh hugging. It's already happening. We're they hugging. They just defy the DM. I guess they <laughs> Right. No, um, we'll pause. You sure? Yep. So we have not hugged yet. Sounds good. <laughs> we could be hugging and staying in the. <laughs> yeah, sounds good. Because this might complicate us a little bit. Um, let me describe this here. Yeah, you got this sort of half pool thing of a very shallow pool. Sailor, as you're. As you're kind of sealing up over there, think of a very thin sheet of water, <laughs> and up. think of a um, think of a marble glass quality on the stone underneath you, mm. the rock. Mm. It's very smoothed out, and occasionally, as you're kind of sliding in, like a you know, like a field, yeah. doing that sort of penguin slide. Yes. As you're going in, Belly sometimes there's a dip, a massive dip. You catch yourself. Powerful currents pulling you in, but you kind uh -huh. of catch yourself and as you're going through. Mm -hmm. um, you are kind of traversing what appears to be hatched bloody eggs everywhere. As you're kind of just gliding in, you hear the crunch as you go against an eggshell. And you're looking at it, you're close enough that it smells like that iron, heavy iron quality, mm. that liver smell. And you're looking, there's a bunch of eggs here. A bunch of them. Are and they every all time, broken? Yes. And they look to be not just broken in the, oh, a chick popped out. They look to be have violently thrashed. Like a person has deliberately gone around and stopped these things. Oh, no. Okay. And these eggs appear to be three foot tall. Ah, yes. Aliens versus predator. So my exact size? Yes. The smell oh, here. Seal. The smell oh, here. Spooky. The smell here is fetid. And you it smells like so many carcasses around you. Mm. Um, on top of the mist. I'm going to say it one more time. Um, there are also <laughs> look to be attached bits of bone and ligaments floating in the water as you're kind of just sliding by. Mm. Uh, oh, right. The mist is a stinking brown yellow. All right. As you're getting on closer, you feel a slimy consistency pulling and tugging against like, um, think of so many villi just rubbing against the underbelly. Uh. Um, at one point, as you're getting up close, let's say that this is this is you. <laughs> and this is them. <laughs> let's just say that. <laughs> let's just say. As you get up close, at one point, you go up against what feels like wet tires. Okay. Like a big old bunch of wet tires. And you look underneath. It looks to be a saucer size, like a dinner size, a dinner size dip. And it looks to be many dinner size dips in a long line underneath you. Mm. Uh, the, it looks to have a sort of uh, concave quality and it looks to be purplish, blackish, and gray. As you slide on over, it shivers a bit. This construct that appears to be three, four feet wide and a massive tendril rises up through the air. 
you hear a groan coming in from the pool proper of a <laughs> as this creature don't like that emerges from the pool and the eddies over here that looks a little bit like this if i could find the picture all reunions have a little bit of drama and yours has a lot of drama <laughs> we're not so out of hug. <laughs> you guys see this creature yeah. emanating from the pool oh my god it has god. many razor teeth on on its eyes where its eight eyes would be you see teeth as well emerging from it a massive wet dripping tentacle rises above actually it was right underneath you roll me a dexterity oh saving God. throw as you see a many eyed beast with teeth in their nose teeth in their mouth teeth for their eyes and teeth under tentacles emerge i'd hope they have teeth in their mouth Turns out they don't. Wrong sanity. <laughs> <laughs> Wrong game. <laughs> the I um right. Let's get started, everyone. I got an eighteen on my saving throw. Describe how you dodge it. Um, you leap into so my arms. I was. That's <laughs> <laughs> actually a really funny image. <laughs> I'm glad you like it. That's good. Um, I was very distracted by the the seemingly floating jar, glowing jar of a weird brain Sorry. type thing, uh, where Avedon's head should be. Mm -hmm. I'm so sorry. Um, and so I um, was doing a little bit of a roll to get over and kind of look at it. And so the I just slid off the tentacle so it was good. rising up. Well done. Very vivid imagery. All right now. Just like we practiced, numbers today. Okay, ready? Thank you for listening to Reno's KWNK 97. 97. 0.7. Oh, come on, you got it. One more time. Seven. Good work! <laughs> After what you said, the thing you slid off of, it looks to be, think of an anglerfish, mm -hmm. like stretched to the breaking point where its mm -hmm. skin barely, barely, ha it barely has skin. It's pretty much just bone. A thin filament of flesh just covers it. Ugh. When it smiles, when it grins, you can see the gums going straight up towards where their skull would be. Mm -hmm. All right. This thing is massive. Okay. It seems to be filling up the pool as well. And as you did so, you dodged what looks to be a massive tentacle rising from the ground. And everyone else, you hear a lurch all around you. You are looking through the porthole, Carl. Mm -hmm. You see a many suctioned tentacle just start to wrap around the front and starting to go inside the door. Mm -hmm. Okay. Oh. <laughs> um, can, do well. we know what this creature is slash is called? Oh, here. Right. At the, uh, let me show you one more picture as well. There appears to be an atrophied, weak-looking, on top of this creature, and right in the center, when it opens its mouth, you see this face. Oh, it what? looks to be in when it opens its mouth, a serpentine dragon esque uh, head kind of emerges, and you see that it's this considerably weaker what? than the rest of the body from its mouth. Yes, oh like where the uh, where this part <laughs> speech path helped me. What is the part where it looks like a boxing Adam's apple? 
Your thing. The thing that <laughs> says you. <laughs> Speech pack. <laughs> I'm not gonna say that word. FCC. Thanks. Oh, what? Wow. I'm just gonna call it by its more appropriate term. The little boxing thingy. That it looks <laughs> like a looks like a boxing practice. Jumps around. Ball. Yeah. <laughs> a punching a bag. Punching the punching bag of the speed throat. Bag. The speed bag. bag. The dragon, this atrophied looking dragon head, this lizard head, is where the speed Spugula. bag of the throat would be. FCC. <laughs> Won't let me be. Are you telling oh us God. out of character that we have to go in its mouth to kill it? You tell me. I'm not telling you anything. He's just saying that that is where or, its most vulnerable weak spot is. Or do we? <laughs> oh yes, hiding stuff from me. <laughs> Good stuff. Hiding stuff from me. Oh, and when that happens as well, you hear a voice ringing through the air and say, "Time to feed Labuntan." Okay. Oh, Labuntan. Any questions I can answer, my dudes? I'm outside, right? Yes, you're literally. We're going to hug her. And just to clarify this, these are the stalagmites, just for, and everything else here is a sh uh, shallow pool of water, huh? Okay. Sayla, do you have any questions as well? Mm. It is weird that your friends are here. You are on mission in near Tenebrisk. Right. Um, how long have I been gone on You've this mission? You've been gone for a month. Okay. I've been on And if this made sense, this is the low part. And just think of just think of an underwater cave, cavern, mm -hmm. cool shallow rock, and it goes up on the like it does lo 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 up. Okay. okay. So very dramatic sort of quality about it, the way it was shaped. Mm. And this is all a chamber. Does it seem like it was naturally formed? Yes. Okay. Just a very you see so weird. much of these in your travels, just how cool and uh, almost lava like like quality to the creation of these. Okay. Rarity, do you have any questions? Um, will you sing at my funeral? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Will you sing at my funeral? Yeah. What do you want me to say? <laughs> I can do. I can do a good uh, in a God of the Vida. <coughs> I should pause this. I'm actually getting kind of cold. Too. All right, it's Jeez. back on. Oh, Jesus. All right, everyone. This is what you see. Like I said, a <laughs> uh, big old Leviathan-like thing in the center of the pool there. Many, many teeth, many, many sort of holes where I should be, but not. Atrophy dragon head in the mouth, the boxing, speed boxing compartment. Uvula. That. The, you guys also hear this uh, laughter ringing through the air. Rook and cranny rock. I haven't seen you all in a long time. You see a face emerging from the fog, the brown Ooh, yeah. fetid fog, of a little oh. wizen, a little aged, but many scars on their face. And what looked to be, not just on top of that, a pretty distinguishing feature of this. Where they once had arms, you see two lobster arms, uh, kind of just draping their shoulders and going past their forearms and past their legs. They seem to have grown some appendages to them. Uh, they still seem to be wearing the cloth, 
clothing from last time, but it looks as if their body had just started to decay exponentially. You see that light, um, Lyrian's uh, electric eel, you can see that they appear to have their organs kind of just transparent. You can, um, mm. there appears to be chunks of flesh that have been just ripped out from them. You can see that they also have what looks to be bones sticking out from their um, through their skin too. You hear a dawning recognition in your heads. I am surprised to see you all here, but the universe sure has a way of making an entrance. (laughs) Too bad we will cut this reunion short. Um, you see them emerging from the fog and in behind this creature as well, sort of just levitating behind it with their arms in a sort of repose, but their crab arms kind of just in a flurry of activity. Mm. Okay. Okay. We may roll initiative. Sounds good. Go to six. Sounds Thank good. you. And Ray, if you don't mind. Not at all. Thank you. Any questions I can answer? Any sort of. Mm-hmm. Anyone above 21? Oh, roll for yeah. me, I'm gonna roll three times for some reason. <laughs> oh, well, great. Five. Well, uh, I just need 21s for right now. I'm gonna be a bad person. That's fine. <laughs> wow. Oh, wow. Okay. Oh, I know you're last. <laughs> yeah. Yep. <laughs> okay, so anyone above 20? Okay, <laughs> other than me, I guess. Uh, anyone wow. above 15? 19. Anyone above 10? 13. Okay. Oh, before I forget, level 11, huh? Let's have some fun. Oh, Ray, as you're standing out there as well, you can see that the big old top, there's a big old tube that connects the Arcanelle and Raphagolian fluid and shoots it straight into the chamber, the aquarium, the tank. Mm -hmm. It is spilling. You hear that when you step outside that muffled <clears throat> and you can see that it's just going straight into the water and just kind of bobbing up in uh, like a froth like a soup okay you are leaking arcanel okay you got it i got it okay um i'm the uh, first one around is actually me so this is good yep yep um you see sail off in the distance and they just dodge something fierce ha hoo ha hoo ha and I'm a hand off uh, Sarah Wimple to you. And where's he gonna put her? Well, I'm gonna go in the fray, and I don't wanna do it. Oh, now you're worried about her safety. <laughs> I learned from your mistakes. <laughs> I'm just trying to picture what Carl. Can you hold her with like your flails or something? He's sticky. <laughs> he puts it on like on top of the shell and balancing. <laughs> yeah, like, not really the best balance. <laughs> it's like when you hold the pots yeah. on your head. Yeah. Yeah. So a picture of Carl is not gonna be easy. Hey, yeah. <laughs> is he already raging? Yeah. Cool. Hold this. Legitimately <laughs> <laughs> wondering how this was gonna go. That's really good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm hey. passing off the fault. Hey, warrior who needs all their limbs. <laughs> Here, hold it. Hold my hoops. <laughs> oh man.